and I had all of this time to brainstorm and to journal, to hit a rock bottom, to learn a huge lesson that just reconnected and propelled me to move forward in such a different light and to let go of expectations that things need to look a certain way and to surrender the pressure of a new year. Hello friends and welcome to the Calm Collective podcast, Soulful. I'm Cassandra and today, even though we are well into January, I wanted to come on here and talk about the pressure of a new year, my thoughts on the subject, and also share my January intentions here with you on the podcast. I have also shared them on the blog. I've been doing these since October And it's been kind of a lovely way to check in each month um, and then do a recap the following month to see how those intentions played out, how they felt, did I like them, did I not like them, do I want to carry them on into the next month, and etc. So one thing I just have to say is that (laughs) the beginning of the year did not play out the the way that I thought that it would. I was expecting full well to feel immersed in all of this energy and to have so much to put out into the blog world, into the podcast, and just go full speed ahead, obviously at my own pace of what full speed means, which is relatively slow and balanced. But I guess the point is that I had such an agenda for what this season was going to look like. I ended 2018 and started 2019 with being sick with a really intense virus or flu. I talked about that in the rock bottom episode um, that aired right before this one. And I ended up just doing things like sleeping. (laughs) laying horizontal for most of the day, working on a puzzle, watching some new shows when I didn't feel like my head was going to explode, drinking my weight in herbal tea. And instead of being frustrated, I tried to look at this as an advantage. It was a time of year where commitments are actually quite minimal, especially for me working for myself. Winter with photography tends to be really slow. And clearly my body really needed the rest to recover. So I decided to just surrender and honor her and allow her to tell me what she needed when she needed it, sans guilt. And I realized that a past version of me would have felt stir crazy, really lazy. I would have convinced myself that I should be doing more, more, more. I would have been comparing myself to others who are at the gym or meal prepping or getting ahead of the game by organizing and launching new programs and all of the things. And while I did have a couple of thoughts of like, hmm, that's a really good idea. I wish I would have thought of that for the new year. I was able to just like stop myself in the tracks and be like, that's just not my reality and it doesn't change anything. So it's just not where I am right now. I'm in the space of taking things day by day of honoring the space and the time that I had to be sick and to take care 
and I had all of this time to brainstorm and to journal to hit a rock bottom again like I talked about in the last episode to learn a huge lesson that just reconnected and propelled me to move forward in such a different light and to let go of expectations that things need to look a certain way and to surrender the pressure of a new year. I'm just here and here feels pretty damn good and I feel like it's only opened my eyes to living more authentically and going inward to hear what it is that I truly want out of my days and how I want them to look. So on that subject, I thought that I would share my January intentions with you guys. As I said, I welcomed a lot of space in the beginning of this month and a lot of that space has to do with learning new things. I felt really motivated to try and learn new things in this new season. Um, And one of those things is pottery classes. I signed up for a four-week course at Penguin Foot um, over in Wicker Park. And I had my first lesson, which was extremely humbling. Pottery wheel throwing is really hard and it's really messy. I had no idea the mess that I would be enduring in that class, I had clay all over my face, all over my clothes. Fortunately, it comes out really easily. I missed the class this week, and so I'll be having to do a makeup class, but fortunately, they're really flexible, and you can come in during open studio times, and instructor helps you and catches you up to speed. But all in all, it's been a very humbling experience. I definitely thought it was going to be a lot easier than it is. The second thing that I wanted to learn was watercolor painting. Another humbling experience. Back in college, I used to paint with acrylics and I wasn't terrible per se, but it also wasn't just like a natural medium. It didn't come easy to me. I would mostly paint portraits. So I'd sketch out a portrait of someone that I wanted to do and then they'd turn out a little funky like a little bit more abstract we'll just call it that and then I ended up hanging up my brushes to dry for good after being just like this is just not for me it's been about 10 years since that since that phase so I don't know recently I felt inclined to try and play with watercolor every time I see any sort of watercolor art or on Pinterest or what have you, I'm always so drawn to it. And so I thought it would be fun if that was something that I'd be able to create and see if it's something that feels good. Again, it's really humbling. It's not that easy. I got a kit on Amazon that's really, really simple. It comes with like a notepad and then a lot of really great paints and a tray. And I think it was like $25. And then I've just been YouTubing. Um, I've been YouTubing lessons, and these people are just very talented, and they make it look so easy, and it's not. But it's a really fun way to spend some evenings and just some of my weekend days just playing around and not taking it too seriously. The other thing is bar classes. I have always been such a huge fan of Pilates, and I still am, but I got into bar... I would say it's maybe like beginning of last month or in November. I think it was November 
where I took my first class. I live right above a bar studio, so it was really convenient, and I just clicked with this class. My body loved it. My mind loved it. I just felt really connected and vibed with the way that it moves your body and I saw almost instant results from this workout, which is really rare. Same with Pilates, but with bar, it's literally like I leave the class and I feel tighter. Um, And it's just become a really, uh, I don't know, healing environment, I guess. I really love the women who go to the classes and who teach the classes and the ambiance is great. And um, I officially signed up for their unlimited package so I can go as many times that I want and I've been loving it so far. The other thing is, this is gonna make me sound so boring, but going to bed early and waking up early, wow, this has been such a game changer for me. For the past nine years, it's been nine years since I started my photography company this month. Um, I never really had to worry about what time I woke up in the morning unless I had a rare early shoot or a random commitment or a flight or something, which generally I don't book anything in the mornings because I like my mornings to be to myself and I like them to be slow. But for the most part, I would just let my body sleep and wake up when it felt like it wanted to. I would generally go to bed around 11 and wake up between like 8.30 or 9. Now that I'm in my own flow, I'm usually winding down, no joke, around 8. I start making tea, I do my skincare routine, I take a shower or a bath, and maybe I'll watch a show. I'm trying to stop watching TV around 8 just because I feel like it kind of jacks with my brain. Um, I try to read instead. I've been... I actually went through all of my books. I conmarried my whole apartment and went through all of my books and organized them by books that I've read and really love and want to keep and then books that I'm I'm really wanting to read. So I have a stack of the books that I'm wanting to get through next to my bed and I'm just trying to slowly work my way through those books. So I always end up getting ready for bed, doing my skincare, drinking the tea, and then I'll sit down at my dining room table and I'll journal for generally around like 20 to 30 minutes, um, anything that comes to mind. And then I will read until about 9.30, 9 or 9.30, and I'm asleep probably by 9.30, latest 10. So I've started waking up at 6 a.m., which is crazy for me, but I've been setting my alarm And I have a really peaceful tone that wakes me up. I don't like to be alerted out of bed. And today I hit the snooze until like 6.30 or so. But um, that's mainly because I didn't have a great night of sleep. I ate a lot of peppermint quinoa bark. And I think the sugar kept me up. I ate it right before bed. But um, So I snoozed a little bit today. But that act of just like going to bed early and waking up early and having so much of my day back and also having such intense quiet mornings. I live on a busy street and it's so quiet from like six to seven, which is great for when I want to just sit at my dining room table and journal or read a little bit in the mornings. So I've been loving that. The other one is nourishing my relationships. 
So I've been spending a lot of time creating, writing, and working on the blog and this podcast. Um, And I've also created a really good amount of time for myself, which has allowed me to really focus and prioritize my people. Um, I've been trying to make sure that anytime someone comes up into my mind, I'm sending them a text or checking in on them, sending them an email, just letting them know that I love them. Um, and just not playing the game of they already know I love them. I'm deciding to put in a little bit more effort to just make it heard and make it known. I'm not huge on talking on the phone. Um, For some reason, that takes a lot of energy out of me, but there are certain people that I know really like this practice, and so I try to make sure that I'm leaving time Um, out of my day to do that as well and it's really easy in the winter time to hibernate it can be tough when our bodies just want to stay inside when it's freezing and so I've been trying to put a lot of effort into making time for friends to come over making a really good soup or something and just having um an hour or two chats where we just talk and catch up in person So that's been really, really good and something that I obviously set as an intention every single month and always throughout the year, but it was worth writing. Um, The next one is focusing purely on my intuition. I've spent a lot of my life doing things purely because I thought I was supposed to and putting aside what actually felt good. Last year, I made huge strides with getting to know my soul and my intuition and being able to recognize her voice, and now I'm focusing on trusting her 100% and leaning into what feels authentic and what's in high vibration and letting go of the rest. I'm almost looking at this as like a personal development project, listening to my intuition over outside noise and just seeing what happens. It's been absolutely amazing. I I can't even tell you. I'm sure I'll be talking about it a lot on the podcast and on the blog because honestly, life just hasn't been the same. And I, I dipped out for a while there. I think when my last, uh, my most recent relationship was coming to an end, it shook me in such a rough way that I, it was easy to disconnect and forget that I was actually in the midst of learning a really, really, really big, important, beautiful lesson that I just severed the tie that I had with my intuition and kind of went into a dark space and was feeling really low. And that is actually the most imperative time that we can be connected. So I'm really trying to stay where I am right now, which is at a place of total inner peace and recognition of my intuition knows best. She wants the best for me. The ego is a little bit of a bully and is only trying to protect me, but has a real elbow and side way of doing it. And so it's been a really lovely, really lovely practice. Lastly, simplifying everything. This has felt so good and I guess is another bonus of being so sick and not really having any plans for the month of January. Um, It's been really, really nice to just conmari the heck out of my entire apartment, my entire life, to be honest. 
Um, I was introduced to KonMari early, um, right when her book came out, and it changed my life then, but things happen and we accumulate. That's just the way of life. Um, While I do gravitate towards a minimalist-ish lifestyle, I definitely do appreciate a simple one, and I like to know where things are. I'm just by nature very organized, and flow comes very easily for me. And so I took it upon myself this month to get really clear on what it was that I want to own and to have access to. So for me, everything in my home serves a purpose or it tells a story, but there were certain things that I would think about when lying in bed, journaling, or just thinking about my day um, and what needed tending to, things like random iPhone photos taking up space on my phone for no reason or an unorganized desktop or hard drive, um, random photo equipment that I don't use anymore, half-used candles where I didn't like the smell, beauty products under my bathroom sink that are half-used or like not valued or that were toxic. Um, These are things that I knew would release even just the slightest bit of weight and tension from my shoulders so they were things worth paying attention to I ended up having a whole day where I sat Indian style just on my bathroom floor and emptied my whole entire vanity out which is really big and Everything has baskets, and I just organized all of my baskets and got rid of anything, which wasn't much, that had toxic ingredients. I'm usually pretty clean with what goes in and on my body, so that wasn't too challenging. But then anything that was half-used that I just knew that I wasn't using, some things were not touched, and I knew that I wasn't going to use them. I put them aside and just offered them up to some girlfriends for them to have so I wasn't just throwing them away. Everything else I tossed, and then I um, went ahead and cleaned out my closet. I didn't have much to give away because right now I'm loving everything that I own, but I did organize it by, um, st- <laughs> it's going to make me sound a little intense, but I organized it by style and by color. I like to be able to open my closet and look at it and gravitate towards what color I want to wear that day or what kind of style I want to be wearing that day. So that was nice. Also, as far as iPhone photos, this is gratifying. If you feel like you just need a little bit of control over your life or things are feeling a little messy and cluttered, I highly recommend that you go through your iPhone photos and delete, delete, delete and organize your photos by album. This is instant gratification. Also cleaning out your notes section. I don't know about you guys, but I'm constantly like typing in little thoughts or whatever that are so random and all over the place. And so I finally took the time to condense them into folders and now everything makes sense and has a place. So just to recap, January's intentions, pottery classes, learning how to watercolor, bar classes, going to bed early and waking up early, nourishing my relationships to the fullest, focusing purely on my intuition, simplifying all areas of my life. So there you have it. I'm not really one for setting resolutions. I never really have, which is why I've taken the approach of setting intentions instead and doing things out of growth 
and improvement and involvement. I invite and really encourage you all to try and take this approach in the new year. See how it feels to your insides to let go of having to plan out your entire year, even your month, even your week. Yes, it's good to have structure, but let go of the pressure of things having to look a certain way. I think as humans, we're forever changing. So being able to give yourself the freedom to do so, to release the pressure of sticking to something for 365 days or however many days, deeming yourself a failure when it doesn't last because it probably won't. And instead taking inventory each month on what worked, what didn't, and what your insides, your intuition is craving. It's really a surefire way to live the life that you really want sans any of the guilt or pressure. 